Let's go, girls. Just tell me that I can and show you things that you couldn't It is Women Talking Football, WTF, not to be confused with WFT. I said that correctly. We are the women, a pair of producers for Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Um, my name is Ashley Pickle. I'm the executive producer sitting over there in our producer chair is our associate producer, Miss Mallory Hartley. Howdy. Howdy. How are you? <laughs> I guess it's a good thing that we don't usually do this show at 10 a.m. because you don't look very awake. <laughs> no, I'm just tired today. That's fair. I feel like we've had a lot going on this week, so but we have we're still here. <laughs> a lot going on this week, and next week will be even busier. To pull back the curtain, we're actually pre-recording this because I, after TFT today on Wednesday morning is when we're recording this, um, am heading down to Houston for, for meetings. meetings. Our life galore. has turned into this weird just array of constant meetings and it's like it's fun don't get me wrong I, I genuinely enjoy doing it but it's just funny when people ask me right now in this point of the year like oh yeah off season what are you doing and it's like oh we're in full swing prepping for football season yeah like it, prepping for next year yeah <laughs> it's funny yesterday we were off-site at a meeting and I need to sit up we were off-site at a meeting and I was like yeah we got to get back because we have you had a meeting at one thirty, mm-hmm. and then we had an editorial meeting at 2.30, and then we had a staff meeting at 3.15. So yeah. I was like, well, yeah, we got to get back for more meetings. Yeah, and that <laughs> we was... We to leave this meeting to go to three more meetings. That was at the point where we our initial meeting yesterday started at 10 a.m., and we weren't done yes. until like 12.30. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, anytime my family or my boyfriend or someone calls and it's like, hey, well, you know, like what you've been doing at work? meetings just meetings and to, to schedule lots of, lots of meetings more meetings on top of <laughs> yeah. these meetings your referring job, back to seven meetings ago your job is to take meetings and yes. to also schedule meetings yes so yes meetings. that's what i do I, it's just a it's a it's a weird life we're living right now but it's fun we get to meet and talk to a lot of really cool people yeah um but sometimes it gets like oh wow I've just, talked a lot in the right, past week, right, you know, about the same things over and over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing is, yeah, when you're going through any sort of renewal meetings or pitch meetings or anything like that, it's luckily it's, it's all the same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's fundamentally the same stuff. But then that makes it almost even harder to keep straight what answer you got from which meeting, because they're all fundamentally about like the same concept. Right, right. Also, Weird. I feel like this off topic here, um, but every time you go down to Houston, I feel like the weather just stinks outside. Always. Because remember last time you went down to Houston, we were basically in a tornado. Yes, morning. because I had to, <laughs> I had, the last time that I went down was in January. Um, y'all came down a couple days later for the staff Christmas, Christmas party. in January party that we had at the Rockets mm-hmm. game. But yeah, I actually ended up having to leave a day early, like, I had to end up I was supposed to go down Tuesday afternoon and I had to go down Monday night like that's right drive late into the night because what the weather was going to be so, so bad. bad I had meetings that I couldn't miss that next day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's funny every time you yeah. seem to want to go down to Houston it's mother like nature's like potential nah, hurricane weather nah, you, you know? need to stay in Elville <laughs> yeah 
Every time. Every time. But uh, H-Tan, hold it down. Heading down there this afternoon. <laughs> Knock on wood. The weather holds <laughs> off before I leave here. We're probably yeah. about to start hearing tornado sirens because that's just our luck. But Seriously. Anyway, um, the other thing that we're going to talk about today is something else that is quickly approaching, which it's like a blink and here's oh, football. I know. Um, so on today's episode, episode number 36, we will be giving you a look at the upcoming seven on seven SQT. If you don't know what an SQT is, that is a state qualifying tournament. So there are SQTs all the way through basically the first part of June because then state seven on seven is he- held down in college station. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's the 22nd, 23rd and 24th this year. Yes, I can. I can see my calendar right, sitting right, there, there. right there, but I don't have it right, <laughs> right in front of me. But that sounds that sounds right. I can I look. I just it's always the third weekend of June. I just never know exactly which dates. Hey, how about that? 22nd, 23rd and 24th um, of nice. June down in college station. It's always a fun time, but you have to qualify for the state tournament. A lot of times, um, the SQTs, they take about 16 teams. um, So the top two end up going on. If it is a 32 team SQT, then some of them are, a lot of them are eight down in division three. But if it is a 24 team state qualifying Mm -hmm. tournament, then the top three qualify. So Technically, there's no rhyme or reason as to how many SQTs you have to participate in. Technically, you could go to qualify <laughs> in your first one and just not do it again and just practice the rest of the time. But yeah. coaches love the not that coaches aren't the actual coaches of it, but they they like their kids to be involved in it. They like their kids to be involved in it. Exactly right. It um, keeps them from you know getting out of shape over the summer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then once they qualify, obviously they got to keep practicing for the state tournament right itself. so yeah I, I get yeah that. and you do have to pay to be in most of the qualifying tournament so some people go okay we're gonna just set three of them and if we make it great if we mm-hmm. don't then not if we don't make it then we're gonna do a couple more just kind of depends on what you're very lenient yeah yeah and i mean you think about it too for some of the the d3 or division three or division two a lot of those kids could still be in state baseball tournament you know like postseason right. baseball so they might not be competing at that level it's pretty easy when it comes to the six uh like the division, division one because there's just yeah. so many kids um so you know it just depends but we want to run through and tell you there are there's like one more tournament actually happening this weekend and then the bulk of everything starts in may so division one division two and division three we're going to show you the full schedules for the month of may there are still state qualifying tournaments that we'll hit on a little bit later but these are all through may and then in the back half of the show we are super duper excited Uh, we've talked to a lot of high school coaches wives but we haven't talked to uh, we talked to debbie mcguire so we've talked to one other um college coach's wife but we're gonna bring on um smu head coach rhett lashley his wife lauren lashley um a mother of four two sets of twins college coach's wife (laughs) i mean it is insane the amount of stuff that she has to juggle so we are so incredibly excited to be talking to lauren lashley the wife of smu head coach rhett lashley in the back half of the show but let's go ahead and dive in to one of our favorite times of the year in seven on seven sqt so we kind of broke down everything state qualifying tournaments all the way across the um the state of texas division one division two division three those are broken up based on pretty much classification wise um so we will start off with our division one state qualifying tournaments that are coming up in and across the state of texas we will start off with this weekend is the uh, is the only April 
SQT. So there was actually one last weekend in Melissa, um, and that was the first SQT of the season. And two qualifiers have already punched their ticket to the state seven on seven tournament and that is DeSoto who if you will remember is the reigning division one state champion yes. and then um, in Lothian Heritage so congratulations to those two programs already the first two to punch their ticket to College Station in the latter half of June but we have that this week in uh, South Lake Carroll. Then May 12th, SciFair East. And because SciFair ISD has 13 different schools, they break it into an East and a West. That's insane. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. So this East tournament will actually be played at Cy Creek High School. Then we've got a duo of them on May 13th in the ag one of our favorite ones to attend um and then way out west midland having theirs on may 13th then may 19th then you come around to that sci fair west that one will be held at sci fairs high sci falls high school rather then a lot of them on may 20th this is a big sqt weekend around the state Mm -hmm. the excellent el paso meet will be had then conroe grand oaks so in the northern part of the greater houston area then we have our first austin area one in lake travis and then a big one out there at uh allen to keep an eye on then the following weekend and the last weekend of may will be round rock God, that always Round messes Rock me. Westwood always messes me up. Actually, a bunch of the pickle cousins graduated from Round Rock Westwood, so I've had oh, wow. that tongue twister as a part of my life for me. You many, should have many it down years. by now, and I still don't ever. I don't know. It's the double R and the W that like, whoo. Um, it's tough. Then May 26th, down there in Houston again in the Woodlands out west. Lubbock having their SQT on May 27th. And then May 27th again, the one up in the DFW is at Justin Northwest. So again, there are still ones to be followed after that on um, into June. June. But these are all of them through the month of May. Moving on to Division 2. We will start off with the McLean County one. That one is in Lorena, or at Lorena. May 13th, Kilgore. May 19th, the Bulldog Meet, which is hosted by my ever-so-loved darling Hitchcock Bulldogs. Um, May 20th, Anna will have theirs kind of in the northern part of the DFW. Then out east on May 20th. Like we said, May 20th is like mega weekend yeah. in every single division one of them um but tyler chapel hill hosting one out east may 20th also is the roughnecks sqt that's out in west columbia then here with a uh, brand new head coach marcus schultz yeah. uh ponder the lions will be hosting theirs kind of similarly up in the northern part of north texas um and then there's the texans meet that's down there in central texas in wimberley then the blue jays of needville down there in um, kind of the Golden Triangle-ish mm-hmm. area. Then way up north, um, not necessarily Panhandle North, but a little bit more south than that of mm-hmm. the north, you could say. Uh, Graham, they'll be hosting it on May 27th. Another Central Texas meet, the Bulldogs of Burnet, hosting it down there in the Hill Country. And then in 
rounding out our division two down on may 27th hampshire hampshire finette will be hosting theirs again um we're running through these now but if you want to see every single sqt how large they are and how many qualifiers can come out of those texasfootball.com slash seven on seven and last but certainly not least division three these are our smallest schools that play um not about not a lot of you don't usually see six-man teams play but this is more of kind of the two-way divisions Mm -hmm. May 20th, Stamford will be having theirs. Also May 20th, the Lions of Dublin will be hosting there. Then there's a Cougars SQT on the 20th. That one hosted by Wallace Brazos. And then on the 27th, the following Cougars meet is actually at Rosebud Lot down there. And then May 27th, again, finishing out those three is a meet at Lindsay and then one in Sudan. So texasfootball.com slash seven on seven. We will have everything covered for you there. When you actually type in um, seven on seven and go to the hub page, what will pull up is um, qualifying tournaments, which are the ones that we just went through, mm-hmm. but the full list of them again. Um, also, if you're a coach looking to put your team into one of those meets they're filling up quickly so i would definitely get on that now if you haven't already that being said the host coaches email is listed on our state qualifying tournaments pages Uh, we have the rules we have a way for you to submit results anytime that you can submit results is a huge help to us our uh, our canadian buddy matt step is working the phones constantly over the weekends to update people on the sqt results but those are very very important um and then state tournament hotels what you need to do to get into the state tournament past champions general information everything that you could possibly need to know texasfootball.com slash state slash seven on seven it's one of our favorite we always talk about that we genuinely love sqts oh it's i was just about to say i think matt step is coming back next week or the next week sunday after. i think he'll be here sunday sometime sometime next week slash early yeah um to go to a couple sqts and i'm sure after magazine season we'll get out to a couple of them too arlington always has two of them them. they have a really early one and then they've got a really late one in june right before the state tournament so i would love to get out to arlington to see my colts try and punch their ticket to college station so. Yeah, they have the, as we mentioned, they have the one on May 13th. And then... We went to... Which one did we go to last year? Hmm, I don't, it doesn't to, look like they have two this year, but they oh, definitely they just did. have one. No, no, no. They do the Colt Classic on June 7th. The Colt Classic. That's what it's called. There yeah, you go. maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try and get out to that one yeah. at some point if you want to go with yeah, me. Yeah, June 2nd. That so, could definitely work. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, everything is listed on there. Um, the sizes of the SQT, the qualifiers that advance out of that. And then obviously when it comes to June, the entire Dave Campbell's crew, we load up the swag wagon, mm-hmm. knock on wood. We got it serviced this year, so we won't. <laughs> breakdown on the way to state seven on seven like you we just did you just year. pulled out a deep memory that i did not, not want to <laughs> think about <laughs> man i gotta tell you deep into june and being stranded in the swag wagon it was uh it was kind of toasty out there thank goodness we were yes. um at a very very well-known texas gas station where <laughs> very friendly people helped us out some well um, heck you helped us out a ton in that situation you you took the reins on this. <laughs> I just sat back and watched and cheered you on from the sideline. Okay, look when <laughs> it, I will give Greg Powers and I uh, put on our old like 
country hats and we put them on but i will say um when the rest of the love y'all to death but when the rest of our pool of like trying to fix thing is you greg tepper and ishmael johnson my confidence <laughs> level like I, I i remember sitting there and i looked around and i was like all right time to take action you know like fight or flight type of thing i was like i got three little birdies back here someone's got to put their dukes up you know he looked he looked at tepper and he said go inside and get me some coke yeah <laughs> for for the whatever you did you know yeah yeah if you have a our, our battery was just it was corroded, corroded at that yeah. point and, and most people know that that yeah if you have a corroded battery like the easiest way to pour, get the cor- corrosion off of it is to pour like a bottle of coca-cola on it yeah tepper was like why do you need coca-cola right now and yeah. you were like just be quiet and go, go get, get it, it for me. <laughs> I want to get out of here. Yeah, I went in and then I was like, all right, while we're waiting, I'm going to like, I'm going to pop up the hood and I instantly noticed the corrosion and it was like, okay, this is at least we can see, we can get down there and see really how corroded this is or maybe we, after right. the corrosion's gone, we can just tighten it a little bit and uh, I text Tepper because he was already inside and I was like, hey, grab me a bottle of Coke. And I was like, did you not see my text message? And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I need Coke. And he's like, can you not go get that yourself? Why? Like you were just in there. You bought a Dr. Pepper. And I was like, listen here, cop hill. <laughs> go and get me some Coke. I got to fix the battery. <laughs> yeah. I still apologize to this day. I was absolutely, utterly useless. In that <laughs> it, was, situation. it was fine. We got it. Well, and I said, I was like, I need Coke and zip ties. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> zip ties, this, that was the other thing. this towing, this super nice guy who is a, like a tow truck driver, yeah. he came over and he's like, y'all need some help. And we were like, yeah, I was yes. like, there's just, I think, I was like, I think the battery is just too corroded. And he goes, I need Coke and zip ties. I didn't say a word. I just crossed my arm and nodded my head. And I was like, victory <laughs> try me come at me <laughs> try me again <laughs> so anyway we actually just picked up the uh swag wagon from the dealership after getting like a full just maintenance like everything done um to make sure that this does not happen again so Great shout to out go. to uh, our boss for for sending the swag wagon off to the to the beauty shop and spa to get to get her refresh done. <laughs> she um, got a full on facial massage, yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, she had a spa weekend. It wasn't it wasn't just like the oh I'm on vacation I'm gonna get the one massage I get a year. She no. was like hit me up with that membership. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, there we go. Upcoming SQTs. We love the, this season, but stay tuned to Matt Steps Twitter. Stay tuned to the Dave Campbell's Twitter. Stay tuned to texasfootball.com slash seven on seven we will have all the information that you need all right now let's hear a word from our friends at vcr now born and bred in texas hits a little different as it should texas love doing business with fellow texans vcr now takes its texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state it's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the texas bible dave campbell's texas football and on the airwaves of texas football today driven by producing quality broadcast video state-of-the-art audio and led video scoreboards at affordable prices vcr now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. 
Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Thank you to our friends at VCR Now, like always. All right. As Pickle mentioned, we are currently joined by the Queen of Dallas herself. She's basically <laughs> super women, woman. She is Miss Lauren Lashley, the wife of SMU head coach Rhett Lashley. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that introduction. That was really sweet. Absolutely. I mean, just by researching stuff about you and Coach Lashley, I was like, man, she seriously does it all. You are seriously superwoman. (laughs) I don't know about that, but that's that's very kind. Thank you for that compliment. Yeah, yeah. So when we have new guests on like yourself, we kind of like to throw it over to you and, you know, kind of hype yourself up a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, kind of, you know, your career and and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, been married to Rhett for actually 16 years this coming Friday. Um, so we're about to celebrate that anniversary. And then we've got four kiddos, um, not superwoman, but more survivor most days. I'll just say that. (laughs) Right. Lots of lots of juggling of little people, um, but been a coach's wife for gosh, I think it's fifteen seasons now. So just um, yeah, we've we've been on a journey. It's an, it's been an incredible one, and um, many moves, several states, many many homes, um, and it's just been really cool. And I'm a stay at home mom to these awesome kiddos and. So they just kind of keep me busy and moving along. So, yeah. Now, you guys are, you're back in Dallas because you were here originally back in 2018, 2019 when Coach Lashley Mm -hmm. was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at SMU. But now you guys are back. He's at the helm, of course, at SMU. So how are you guys feeling after after year one? Yeah, so really good. Um, Just excited. We've got some momentum going into year two. Um, you know, year one is there's some learning and some growing pains. And I remember, you know, when he first took the job, it was like, you know, he felt like he was kind of drinking out of a fire hydrant and which is so true because just stuff is just coming at you and you're kind of learning as you go. And, um, but now I feel like year two, we're just, we've got, um, a little bit more of an understanding and just kind of how to navigate everything and, um, a staff, we have an incredible staff, um, coaches, their wives, kids, really couldn't ask for a better staff around us and to support us. Um, They really kind of are the key to all of this. So we're really, really blessed by that. So just excited, you know, moving into year two. And you mentioned it a little bit earlier. You've got Mm -hmm. some kiddos at home, two sets of twins. So two boys and two girls. My question is, and I'm sure you get this question all of the time. What are the keys to surviving that (laughs) during football season when you see your husband maybe a couple hours during the day? <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of go into game mode, like my own game mode. Um, <laughs> Whole game plan of, written out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, he knows, like he'll come home and like I have a system, you know. Um, I'm kind of type A routine oriented. And so, you know, from the moment the boys were born, I was kind of like, you know, I had like a timetable for everything. Right. Um, and I've kind of loosened up, you know, as you become – 
a parent and you have a couple more kids and you kind of loosen up in those ways. But when we go into football season, um, I definitely have some structure and also asking for help. Like I, you know, at first I was like, oh, I can do everything. I got this down. Um, but as the kids get older and, you know, you kind of go, hey, actually, I might need some help. So getting really good babysitters, um, sometimes having to run them to and from places because I can't be everywhere at once. For sure. Um, like you said, we've got four kids and so many different things. Like right now we're in football, baseball, soccer, mm -hmm. gymnastics. So it's just, you know, just constantly running around. All good things, just just busy. So. Now, do you get to travel at all during the football season? You know, a couple of those away yes. games in the in the American, you know, you're going way mm -hmm. out east. Do you get to – how many games a year typically do you get to go to, I guess, on the road? So, as a coordinator's wife, it just kind of depended on where we were. Um, kind of if there was space on the plane mm -hmm. or on the bus, depending on whether we were driving or flying. Um, as a head coach's wife – um, I went to all the games last year and our boys got to go to one of them with us, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I try to go to all of them unless, you know, something, something crazy comes up where I've got a sick kid or something like that. Of course I would stay home, but so far I've gone to all of them. Now, which is great because I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do that. So that's yeah. it's super exciting to hear you say that. Now, another yes. question that we ask a lot of coaches' wives, especially in the high school ranks, is it's really tough to make time for, you know, mm -hmm. each other during the football season. So, you know, how mm -hmm. do you guys really make time? And even right now it counts, too, during spring football. It's such a busy time. Do you guys set aside, you know, maybe – once a week, once every couple mm -hmm. weeks to go on a date night or something? What, what does that kind of look like during the football season? Yeah, so um, every every week we have a date night. So typically it's Thursdays, but um, this year we chose Wednesday nights because he has the radio show on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. And so we just go straight from the radio show to our date night. And um, we actually have a really cool little spot just down the, down the road from our house. And so we always go to the same restaurant every week. We like know the waitresses, they see us coming. <laughs> so they awesome. kind of expect us, but um, it's, it's really good for us. It kind of helps us, um, you know, stay connected um, and just find time for just us. And it's honestly been the biggest blessing. And whether you're a coach or not a coach, I would encourage that for your marriage just in general, because um, it's just busy, you know, with work or kids' schedules, just to find that that one window of time. Definitely. Um, just to kind of set aside for you is just imperative. Definitely. I completely agree with that. If you had to describe Coach Lashley's demeanor on the <laughs> sideline versus just being typical old dad at home, is there a mm -hmm. big difference? Like, is there that off switch that he can kind of turn on and off, whether that being on the sidelines versus mm -hmm. at home? You know, honestly, I would say he's pretty consistent with who he is, like on and off the field. He is um, just really passionate. Um, he's fun. He's high energy, um, outgoing, just really good, like people skills. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I feel like on the field, he's like a really good teacher. He's passionate. Yes, there's moments where he... I, we joke goes into Hulk mode, you know? Um, but no, I would just say he like, 
he pretty much is consistent who he is um, here at home too. He's an amazing dad, very hands-on when he walks in the door, like he's, he's here, like he's present. Um, And our kids um, adore him. So, but he's the fun parent. I always joke, but he walks in the door (laughs) and he's like, let's get in the golf cart. Let's go to, our kids are obsessed with going to the gas station and getting candy or something. And he's, you know, it's one of the first things he does every week. He's like, Hey, gas station. And you know, they're all excited and out the door. So, so I just say he's, he's consistently just fun and um, passionate on and off the field. Um, Now I I wanted to ask you, I didn't actually text you about this because I kind of wanted to put you on the spot here. Now, when I was looking things up about you, I had Mm -hmm. come across something about when you guys were, when he was at Auburn, you guys were living Mm -hmm. in Alabama, you had participated in some kind, you're a big car girl, I've I've kind of gathered. Uh Do you know what I'm talking about? This, this, uh, this, This event, this car racing event, you may, you you know, you beat coach and something. Talk a little oh, bit yeah. about that. I'm a little curious to know. So I think it was in Montgomery. It's a motor speedway. Yes. Um, and you get to go and literally like get in a real race car and go on a real race track. Like I, I thought it was going to just be like this, you know, kind of rinketing deal, but it's, it's legit. Um, now you do have a race car driver in the car with you. So that kind of like makes you feel better, but no, like I'm super competitive. He's super competitive, but, um, I was like, Oh, he's going down. He's going down. So I I got in the car and I told the driver that was in there with me, I was like, we're winning today. And cause there were like several people like throughout the day who had driven. And, um, I was like, I'm, we're we're just going to win the day. Like, I just want to beat everybody, not just him, but I want to beat everybody. And I did, I got the highest time for that day. That's amazing. How fast was it? Do you remember? But, um, he's, Rhett will beat me at just about everything. So whenever I have a win, I'm like, oh, (laughs) you got to celebrate it, right? Yeah. Hang it over his head a little bit. Absolutely. So. I remember seeing that and I was like, man, I have to ask her about this yes. when she comes on. That is super, <laughs> super cool. Well, before we let you go, I've got one more question yeah. for you. What is, okay. to you, what is the best thing about being a coach's wife, in your opinion? Um, I would say just all the people you meet kind mm-hmm. of along the way. Um, you're, you're just have the opportunity and kind of how you look at it. It's your perspective. Like you have an opportunity um, just to meet different people, different cultures and backgrounds. Um, You know, we lived in Miami for two years and it was um, just a really cool experience just to let our kids be introduced to different cultures. And um, just from Miami to Connecticut, like that's a big jump. So it, I would just say the people really are the thing that make all the difference. Um, I have friends pretty much all over the country now, and it's just cool to look back and see um, just how these opportunities to move allow you to bring different people into your life. So another thing that um, is the best part about being a coach's wife is also the coaching families you meet along the way. Um, they become family and some of the wives that I've met along the way are going to be lifelong friends for me. So that has been a huge blessing in my life. And then finally, just watching Rhett walk in his calling. Um, It's just been an honor to be by his side and 
um, watch him do what he loves. And it's just been a really cool part of this journey. And of course, we've had your husband in here one too many times. So hopefully very soon we can actually get you in our studio to do a live interview. Hopefully very soon. <laughs> I would love that. Thank you. It's Miss Lauren Lashley. Lauren, thank you so much again for hopping on with us today during such a busy, busy time in y'all's life. Uh, and then, of course, we wish you and the Mustangs the best of luck this season. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Thank you to Lauren for hopping on today. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Mallory Hartley. We will see you guys next week, next Thursday at 2 p.m. on Women Talking Football.